You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, speaker, coach, and your guide for ambitious women to become industry leaders and grow a sustainable business without the hustle. Listen to conversations on authentic leadership, self-awareness, and strategic planning for growing your business. I believe big dreams can be your reality when you embrace all of who you're meant to be and focus on the business that works for you and your lifestyle. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the show, Toby Blake. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kristen. I'm so, so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me and having me. So before we dive into what you do and how you got started, I believe that it's important for us to bring all of who we are to that to the surface. And so what is it that is not necessarily a part of a brand, but a cause or activity that you really care about? Just a little background and context. I always tell people when I started my business in 2015, it was really a means to an end of what I felt really God was creating my purpose for. So this is not something that is part of my brand um, on the forefront, but on the background it is. So over the last couple of years, I've been working um, on a community initiative called Women Building Legacies. I have the opportunity to work with my daughter's aunt, um, which is also my bookkeeper as well. So what we're really trying to build with this is our mission is to support business women and really breaking generational patterns of scarcity and struggle um, in exchange for like knowledge, resources, and new ideas. At the end, really the vision of that is to empower really every business woman, but especially BIPOC women we interact with to build a generational legacy that is about more than money. So that's really my passion right now and my love we actually just officially got incorporated a couple of weeks ago. So that was very exciting. Um, so yeah, that is my passionate part of my brand that probably not a lot of people realize. And I think it's so awesome that you're taking like, hey, these are my skills and these are the resources we're able, but like we want this to be for a whole community of women who are typically overlooked. I mean, women in general get overlooked, people yeah. of color get overlooked. And so for you to say, like, let's make sure that you have the opportunity to not just succeed on your own, but also having that generational wealth continue um, as well. And I I love that you also kind of said, like, it's wealth that's not just money, right? Like, it's that joy yes. and happiness and fulfillment and creativity, like that list is endless. But um, for you to, you know, be building a business that's really about the community as well. I love that that's part of your mission. No, it definitely, I agree. Um, a lot of the things that I, even for my own business, but specifically this is important for me to give back in a context of, I can, I understand this situation. This is where I'm coming from. Um, it's not something that it's, it's a firsthand experience. And I feel to myself, like even in my business, I explain to people that I don't work, I don't take a job just because of money. Like if you even pay me a million dollars, if I feel to myself that we're just not a fit or my intuition or my discernment is telling me something, unfortunately, we're just not going to work together. So I think it's really important because I feel like, especially in the Black community, and I feel like just in general, even in school, they do not teach financial foundation the way that they should and I feel it's very scary 
and it does not set kids up. And I feel like I wasn't set up properly at all from a financial aspect and perspective of understanding that um, I could have wealth as a black woman, that mm -hmm. I could have an attain, you know, and I could run my own business because I never planned to run my own business ever. Um, but nobody ever brought that to me. You know what I mean? And so I just really want people, I felt for a lot of part of my career, especially working in corporate, that to some degree, I always had to minimize, you know, and downplay my skills or even downplay myself. And it was like, you know, not, it wasn't even be heard or be like speak when spoken to. It was sometimes, most of the time felt like don't be seen and don't be heard. Mm -hmm. Well, I can definitely relate. And I know a lot of my my listeners, again, coming from those corporate backgrounds, have a lot of those same stories. And that's one of the things that really sparked this podcast is like, we need to talk and we need to also know that it's okay, okay to talk. And so for me, that was starting a podcast for you. That's, you know, helping people with these business foundations. But at the end of the day, like, that's why I'm so excited, you know, to dive into this podcast and for you to share because those missions definitely do have that overlap of that unfortunate treatment that we've had. And I don't, mm -hmm. honestly, I will say not that any of it was okay, but a lot of times I feel like they just didn't even know they were doing it. But the fact that we thought it was, you know, wrong, at least for me to be like, I have an opinion. I would literally tell like my white male interns, my opinion, just so that it could be put out there and I could see the change yeah. happen. Cause yeah. I was like, I'm not getting credit, but I still need this to happen. So mm -hmm. exactly. And sometimes, you know, and all of those things are like learning experiences, but you know, I always figure to myself, if I can make it easier for somebody else coming up, um, I definitely want to do that. And I think because of the fact that I have a daughter too, these things have really impacted me as I, you know, as I've raised her now, she's, you know, her own little adult person, but um. Yeah, it definitely gives me a different mindset and it has grown me a lot. So I appreciate you having a, a space like this, a safe space where as women um, like us can come and talk and share and know to ourselves that, um, you know, that I'm not going to be ostracized or if I am being ostracized, I'm not really going to take it per to heart because it's really most likely from people that, that don't really understand our struggle, you know? Exactly. Well, the name of this business says a lot of women building legacy. So again, so happy to like dive into you, the work that really got you started out as an entrepreneur and everything else. But thank you so much for sharing this first part of it with us as well. No problem. Thank you. All right. So you've alluded to it in little ways, but what is it that you actually do? Um, I know you're, again, coming from the C-suite and then really saying, now I'm going to like turn around and help with these business solutions. And so how do you really facilitate that across North America? Um, right now, I finally have started, I've niched down so much over the last six years I really went into my business not really even planning on becoming an entrepreneur, to be honest, but I needed something to supplement my income. My daughter was starting university. I've always had to have more than one job because I was a single mom. So in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, Kristen, I did everything. Anything that I felt I had a skill to do, I did. 
even if I loathed and hated it, I was like, I have to do it. But now I'm so happy. I'm at a point that I'm doing the two things that I love. And that really is operations and project management. So I really love, love, love going into businesses, especially ones that obviously are struggling to really move to the next level. And I don't mean it in the sense of moving to the next level of just growing their business and making money, but even in the betterment of their life. Because as entrepreneurs, we truly forget ourselves in the fact that we're always, I can't, for myself, I'm still at a point where I'm still working in my business. I haven't been fortunate enough. Well, I've been fortunate enough to hire people now that I'm starting to hire people, but I don't have a team. And I think also too, I'm not ready to fully relinquish. So let's be honest about that. Um, <laughs> but I want to be there. I love that. Yeah, but I, uh, I want to be there. Eventually I do want to be there, but that's what my main focus is. And I go into businesses and I basically strip down everything. I look at their processes. I look at their systems. I look at the people, everything that, you know, and just literally bring it down to the minutia detail to see what is going wrong and what we can improve. So I don't, I don't particularly work for one type of industry. Um, my skills vary all over. Um, I work for a client that's in health and wellness. I work for another one. They're a digital marketing agency. I actually work for a DEI group. Um, so a variety of clients I've had over the years. Yeah. And I think that that's something, again, your niche of operations and project management does still span every single industry so that you do get to be industry agnostic in what you're doing, but you're still coming in and solving a very specific problem that frankly, a lot of businesses have of, of all different sizes and a lot of different ways of like, you know, how do we figure out what's stopping us from getting to yes. our next level? And so I love that you're able to be like, well, it's this thing. And my guess is just kind of where you are in your business. You can like spot it from a mile away. And they're like, oh, we didn't, we didn't know that <laughs> um, yeah. as well. And so, you know, uh, it's part of what I do in consulting as well. And it's funny to me, but it's also like such a God-given talent because trust me, they really don't see it um, as well. So for you to have that, that kind of eye of just like naturally being like, this is what we need to fix. This is how we can fix it. Um, I'm sure it's greatly appreciated from your clients. Yeah, I and that's the main thing I love of what I do. Like if I didn't really truly love help, helping people, this is where my gifts are. I feel like this is the gifts that God has blessed me with is to do this type of work of, you know, and I love it. You know, I know not necessarily all my clients love sometimes because there's just like Toby, like this is a lot. You know what I mean? But I'm like, mm -hmm. honestly, I try to break it down in a way. Most of my approach that I take, especially when I do operations, project management is a phased approach because I know for sometimes it can be very overwhelming for a client to be like, look at sometimes for some clients, I just do even one process and they're like, literally like, are you serious? Like it's this bad. And I'm like, it, and I try to have to spin it for them saying it's not bad. It's just that fact that if you do this on a day to day basis, it just becomes a second nature to you. So you don't 
look at it in the minutia details anymore. This is why things and quality gets compromised and these all of these extra things where you can have different mechanisms in place in order to help you ensure nothing's ever going to be perfect. So I think I like the fact that usually for most of my clients, we usually do check-ins and follow-ups just to make sure, you know, things are still going along the lines of what we all said to be the ultimate goal in the first place, you know, which is always good. But I really, at the end of the day, more than just the business, it's really about my clients' well-being that I care about because I have clients that usually end up coming to me because of the fact that they're not seeing their spouses, they're not seeing their kids. They've literally just been, they've been literally sick to the point that they've been in the hospital. It's and because of the overwork and the stress. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but like our, our bodies usually are the reasons that most of us are like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm working too hard. It's like, well, your body just quit on you. And for us to really learn to build in that rest consistently into mm-hmm. our business. And I understand that that's easier said than done. Like, oh, just build in rest. Um, but figuring out what it is that you need to do or what you can change to have that. And so fortunately, they can all call Toby to be like, hey, how do mm-hmm. I have that option? Um, and and bring in that solution. Because a lot of times it is this one thing of, of, you know, helping people. I know with my clients, sometimes it's like, maybe you have to let go of a little bit of control and don't worry. I'm also a control freak. So I see your struggle. Yeah. Like, let's build in this plan that you yeah. start trusting your clients so that they can find the success that, you know, that, or, or your team, right? Trust your team so that they can serve your clients. And then you can actually take the weekend off or end at 6 PM. I won't even say 4 PM unless that's your goal, but it's at least couple hours earlier every night over time no I totally agree and it's just like the small things starting in the small places like I tell people like I just hired my first person like the third fourth year of my business when I and I was just like people were just like my daughter was even telling me after year two when I actually just wanted to shut the whole beast down because I was so overwhelmed myself But, you know, you have to build that trust. You have to be willing to relinquish. But it is definitely a process. And now that I see that I went through that one experience, I'm so happy that she's moved on to another opportunity. But it at least showed me that, you know, what I need in support and the fact that I can trust somebody, even if it's going to take you time to hire or find the right person. I think the main thing is just know that you need it and start somewhere. Yeah, well, I think we should take time in hiring to find the right person who's going to work best for your personality for the job that you need done so that you, once you do train them, they're set up for success and are able to stick around, you know, a a decent amount of time as well. But um, whether you're a solopreneur or, you know, you do have a team, again, what you do is in terms of operations and project management that's that foundation because before you hire a team, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have systems oh. for that team to jump into, like, well, they still kind of need you. So. Yeah. And that's exactly it. As in the consultant, you know that too, right? And I really feel like where my business, I feel like I am growing and I'm happy that I love this work right now is the pandemic really obviously changed a lot of things, right? And a lot of people were forced to go from brick and mortar to this whole like let me work off the side of my kitchen table 
or maybe even a TV tray. Who knows? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now that they're just like, okay, I'm definitely not going to go. I don't want to go back to corporate. I want to continue to work for myself, but I need to grow or I need help. So this is where now I'm coming in. And those are a lot of the clients that I'm working with right now that they're at that point where they're just like, Toby, I can't continue. They're like waving the white flag, literally. They're like, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like whatever you need to do, just do it. Just take me out of where I am right now because it's not a good place. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. And I think with so many people starting businesses, it's like, well, I want all of these businesses, especially the number of women and people of color that have started businesses over the last couple of years. And yeah, like, yeah. let's make sure that none of them have to close down either. So glad that they have you, you know, as that, as that option. So what are some of those things? Like when people come to work with you, what are some of those foundational, you know, principles or rules for success that you really want all of your clients to know? Um, I think what I always stress is that even though I come, like I do my discovery call, I listen and all of those things and I come with recommendations and solutions, it's still a collaborative effort. So I need clients to understand that they can't just leave me. Even if I know what I'm doing, even if I build out a project plan, there still has to be contributions on their part. You know what I mean? So I that's usually the one thing that I try to you know, instill in my clients that this is a collaborative effort. Um, And definitely don't be afraid to ask for help is another one. And as I said, I really try to take a phased approach with that just because I know, as you're saying, you're a control freak. I'm the same way too. So I'm realistic in the fact of, I really understand these clients and where they're coming from. Because at one point I was them or I still am. It's a work in progress. I'm not, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm just cured or, and I was just like, yeah, girl, just do this with my business, do that with my business, just go wild. No, definitely not there yet. Probably never will be, but more and more each day, you know, I do. And that's what I want to instill in my clients. And I think the most recent one is that you must absolutely have non-working vacations. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. Um, in the middle of the pandemic, my mom got cancer and I had to start flying back and forth between Edmonton and Ontario. And my mom went into remission, but she ended up passing away in October of 2021. So I ended up losing her. And so, you know, it's been a process, you know, I'm still grieving and all of these things. And, you know, life goes on, life doesn't stop. And I've continued to experience various losses, whether it's been friends and family since then. And I just decided on a whim that I fired a client and my friend had been harassing me. She's like, Toby, let's go to Cuba. Let's Toby, let's go to Cuba. And I'm like, girl, man, you're like, you're stressing me about this now. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I have work to do. But then when I ended up getting to this place where I was like, okay, I'm going to fire this client. I was like, okay. And, um, and yes, let me just stress that for people too. And sometimes I have to tell my clients, yes, you can fly your clients because sometimes it's absolutely necessary for your well-being, but also for your business as well. And so I finally broke down and I said, okay, let's go. And I went to go set my 
out of office, Kristen, and my out of office hadn't been set since 2017. Wow. I cried. Literally, I cried because I was like, how did I get here? How did I get here? Because it was just the craziest thing to me. So that's one of the things, like, even though I talk about it on my website, that I'm here for the betterment of like, you know, my client's business and well-being will always be the well-being first. And that is one of the reasons why now for my clients, that's one of the main questions I ask versus is like, how are you feeling mm-hmm. when they come to me? It's like, the, you fill out a form. I already pretty much know where you are at your business, but how are you? Yeah, that's. And I think that's, it's something that we can easily ignore because especially as an entrepreneur, like you don't have the boss who's saying, this is your vacation days, go take them. And so you're like, yeah, I took Christmas off, but I didn't take the day off at Christmas off, you know, and a lot of the, it's easy to, as much as we have that flexibility of, you know, maybe I'll stop at three one day or I'll start at three the next day, we'll still be working six seven days a week and 24 days in a row and so I'm glad that you were able to take that time off um that that you needed in those vacations but I think that's such a great reminder for all of us of like life life keeps coming um and sorry for your loss by the way so like life just keeps coming at you but at some point you have to say like work I'll be back yeah in a week no (laughs) and and, and that's the thing about it is it and that's the thing about it. You're so right. Because it's like, it will still be there. It will yeah. still be there. And um, yeah, it was a, it was just a very eye-opening, um, revealing experience. So that's one of the things now that I'm working on with some of my clients is like, what systems and stuff can we put in place that we can guarantee that when you say that you're off, you're off, like offline completely. Like nobody's getting messages. You're not side texting people. Oh yeah, I know about all the secrets. Okay, so like, I, <laughs> let listen. me call you all out because I'm done. <laughs> so let's just not play because I already know. So like, what can we do so we're not doing that? You know what I mean? Right, and it really is about having those systems, that operations, those projects set up in a way that like you can take either one day off or one week off or build in a full month off if that's really what you want but I think and you mentioned this before right knowing what that goal is so that we know what we are working towards and I think for some people to take you know maybe not there's levels of like don't take on a corporate mentality but with this one I will say like take on a corporate mentality of 15 to 20 vacation days outside of, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, but like truly being able to travel and unplug from your business. And I promise you as someone who's done it, your business and your clients will still be there when you get back from vacation. And you know what? And the thing about it is you will even be better in a better headspace Mm -hmm. to help them. Cause I remember when I just that little break, like when I came back the week after, listen, girl, like my brain was so fresh like ideas were just coming out of there. Like I was just like fireworks. I was just like, and I had not felt like that inspired and motivated. And I, as I said, it's just like, I don't know how I got there, but I can promise you it'll never happen to me again. And I hope if anybody takes anything away from this interview today, you take away that because 
life is going to still go on and those clients will still be there and the work will still be there. So there's no reason not to enjoy quality time with the people that you love. Because as from my experience, as I was explaining, like, you don't get that time back. You just yeah. don't get it back. And those are three really powerful things that you shared of like one, like ask for help. And I think a lot of us think that it, you know, I'll just Google my way through it and Google's great and all, but it is not another <laughs> human being. It, it's, you still need a human interaction to bounce those ideas off of. And so being in a place where you're like, Hey, I'm going to take the time to get that help, but realize that also as you're getting that advice and those answers to your questions, that there's still action for you to do. And so it's a collaborative thing of saying, okay, like, I love this idea, but now let's go take action, you know, along the way. And then of course, like, maybe that becomes the goal, right? Like I need help so I can take a vacation. And so figuring out yeah. how you can get your business set up in a way with either systems or a team to say, all right, I'm taking a week off and I'll see you all when I get back and do not call me while I'm out as well. Um, so all good things. And thank you so much for sharing them. No problem. No problem. I'm happy. I hope they're, they're useful to somebody. Um, well, they were useful to me. So even if I'm, I know other people listen, but you got at least one person who's like, yes, very true. <laughs> Perfect. I'm happy then. I'm happy. Perfect. So as people are thinking about, you know, what's next in my business, where am I going, whether they've been in business for six days or six years or somewhere in between, you know, what do you really want listeners to remember you by? What's that one thing that you hope kind of stays with them and that every time they hear your name or come across you on social media, they're like, I got to remember this one thing. Wow. That was, that is a very hard question because. Um, you can change it by the way. It's just in this moment. <laughs> in this moment, um, I think the most important thing that I want people to remember about me is um, I, I kind of form it in the form of a question of, I want to be able just to leave things. And this is the main reason why I'm building Women Building with Legacies is because I want people to understand that you want to carry on something after you and somebody to carry it on after you, something buddy to carry it on after you. So I want people to remember me as somebody that really understood the importance of the world remembering you when you're no longer here. So I want just to be able to do things, whether it be in my business, but more personally in my life, they remember me because they'll say, I remember Tovi, for example, started that Women Building Legacies, and she did this, 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 and this. and now, because of that, my daughter or my son is now going to have the opportunity to be able to do this, this, and that. And then their son and their daughter ends up carrying and paying that forward. So I just wanted people to remember me that I started in a sense, I feel like I want to start a movement is really what I want to do. I love that. Um, a movement where people not only get to take a vacation, but their kids also know what it's like to go on vacation. Um, and I'm saying the lightest side of it, because there's so much more that goes into that. But I think that's yeah. a really important thing that you're doing. And and I'm, I'm happy to support and to kind of get that message out there through this podcast today. So thank you for joining. Thank you. 
All right. So we have covered so much in this episode and I'm sure people are like, I need that. I want that along the way. And so I know you actually have a few different elements of what you do, obviously going into businesses and as like the solutions facilitator and helping them with their ops and project management, but you also help other virtual assistants kind of set up these systems and grow their own business. And then you're also having this women building legacies with this movement that you started as as well. So what's the best way for people to connect with you, to learn about you and to work with you? I would always say the best way for people to connect with me is always email. Um, my email address is info, I-N-F-O at above, A-B-O-V-E, all admin.com. So email is always the best way to get a hold of me because as you probably know with what I do, I'm mostly at my computer most of the time. So those notifications don't stop popping up. So that's <laughs> the best way um, to get a hold of me. And I really would consider myself to be responsive. So you're not going to wait like a week. You will hear with me from me within the 24 to 48 hours. That sounds great. And I know you're also on pretty much every social media platform. I will drop your email, your website, and I think, is it LinkedIn and Instagram that are kind of your top? Yeah, um, yeah. So drop- my, yeah, for sure. LinkedIn and Instagram is the top and stay tuned. I'm going to be having a new service offering that I think a lot of people might be interested in me doing um, audits and reviews on their businesses just to kind of see where they're at. So just kind of like doing a health check. So that's coming. Which, you know, this is that time of year where we are all getting into it, right? Like, it's so crazy to think how close 2023 is. And so like, let's, let's get our business in check and start the new year off in the right, on the right foot. So I I think that's a great thing. I don't even know where the year has gone. Literally, I literally cannot believe, I don't know where the year has gone. Yeah. It feels like it's only been three or four months, but I can read a calendar. So I yes. totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's really because 2020 took three years out of our lives. So like 2022 is like, oh, okay, we can do this now. You know what I mean? It just said, okay, I got to catch up. I got to catch up. It's like, it's on its own flex. I'm like, okay, I see you. I'm yeah. like, at the same time, I'm like, man, I'm getting old. You got to slow down, man. <laughs> slow down, please. I totally slow agree down. with you. Yeah. Well, it has been so great to have you. And so um, again, thank you to all our guests for, for tuning in and listening. And I will make sure you have ways of checking out the show notes so that you could all connect with Toby. But thanks again for joining. Thank you guys. I appreciate your time. And um, I wish everybody the best on their journey of whatever you guys and gifts that you're bringing into the world. And thank you for actually sharing your gifts to the world because Whether you're not told it, you are helping somebody, even if it's one person. Thank you. Are you searching for a way to grow your business as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide, five simple steps to build a profitable business roadmap based on your natural abilities. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore, or go the extra mile and leave a rating or review to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. 
Until next time, dream loudly.